What's up guys? Combat Addict here. Welcome to another edition of My Mouth Does the Talking. It's been a long time. And uh Honestly, there just really wasn't that much to talk about, so I didn't make the podcast for about two weeks. But now we've got a couple of things to talk about, so here we are. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, I got something I've been thinking about pretty pretty seriously. Um, and it's the concept of, of, of being an abject loser. Abject, I believe, as a word is like absolute. That's what it means. For something to be abject, it's like pinnacle you know and what does it mean to be an abject loser now first I guess I should start by saying that there are some things or some people that we call losers or that were called losers in the past that really aren't losers at all um, like I remember it used to be a thing where you would call somebody who maybe didn't go outside or maybe didn't hang out with friends or, or party or anything like that. Like bullies back in the day used to say that those people were losers. Like, oh, what? You you know, I remember when watching anime or, or playing video games made you a loser, right? People called me weird because I used to watch anime back in the day. That used to be uh, sort of what made you a loser. But those people truly aren't losers, and that's been made more than evident now that we have you know hundreds of thousands millions of people who watch anime whether or not they're into video games or not whether they go to parties or not anime is just cool people like anime video games are getting more secular not secularized more um mainstream people are playing them more and uh if you sit inside and play video games all day, you're not a loser. You're a Twitch, a Twitch streamer. You're cool, you know? And so being a loser doesn't have anything to do with what your interests are, I don't think. I don't think being a loser has anything to do with um, being a, a fan and knowing everything about one thing or the other. But I do think being a loser probably has something to do with how you navigate whatever small community you are a part of. You know? If you're super into anime or you're super into video games but you have three or four friends who are all super into anime and video games and you guys can have conversations about that endlessly and enjoy each other's company and, and know things about the world of video games and everything like that and everything that's going on inside of it, then you're not really a loser at all. You're contributing to a community. Now, obviously, being a loser probably has something to do with being a little bit too infatuated with something as well like if 
if you're only into one thing, that can also probably make you a loser, right? If you're into anime, video games, politics, and I don't know, just generally cool stuff, generally cool facts and things like that, then you're not really a loser because you've got a well-rounded personality. You've got a couple of different things that you're interested in. But if you're somebody who is a huge fan of hockey and all you know is hockey and you know nothing else about the world or anything about it and you can't talk to anyone about anything other than hockey, you might be a loser. You might be a loser if you don't spend your time doing anything but learning about one thing that only you care about. You can't really share it with anybody. And if you can't really share it with anybody, you don't really have friends like in the way that you would want to have friends. Unless all of your friends are just all into hockey and that's it. That's all they're into. But at the end of the day, even those friends can't talk about hockey all day. At some point, they're going to have to stop talking about hockey. And then you're going to realize that you don't know anything and you don't have anything to say. That sort of makes you a loser. That sort of makes you a loser That in, in, in and of itself. If you have no breadth to your personality at all, it doesn't matter if you're interested in quote-unquote nerdy things that's not what makes you a loser if you're interested in nerdy things and you're interested in, in interesting things and you're interested in a, a you know a wide range of things and you can talk about a wide range of things you're not a loser you're just a person who has a particular set of interests but if you don't have anything to say or anything to talk about at all other than like one thing you haven't experienced anything in life you haven't gone out of your way to learn anything different about life you're a loser. And here's the thing about being a loser. It isn't uh, a title that's thrown on you by the world because the world hates you and is malicious. It's just you. You just are a loser. Some people just are winners. Some people just are well-rounded individuals who have a decent sense of humor and a nice friend group, a, a, a social network, fulfilling relationships. Some people just are that. They didn't work really hard to get it. They just, for whatever reason, were given a decent amount of charisma or raised by a competent parents and fell into a world where they had decent relationships and a breadth of knowledge. They just are winners. It's, it's not as if they woke up one day and decided, well, I'm going to be a winner now. They just over time woke up one day and realized, oh, my life is pretty good. In the same way, you probably just woke up one day and realized that you're a loser. You probably just woke up, looked around your life, and concluded, oh, wait a minute, I don't have any friends. I know nothing about the world. 
and I have nothing to talk about. I'm a loser. And there's nothing you can do about that. The truth is, winners and losers are a lot like every other opposing set of forces in the world. We wouldn't know what winners were if we didn't have losers. And winners wouldn't have anything to win over if losers didn't exist. If everybody was a winner, that would be a problem. Because somebody's got to lose. That's the truth. We need losers. Not because we give a fuck about losers. Not because losers are particularly important to anything other than being losers. But because without losers, there's going to be, I mean, it's like having, it's like having more than one alpha male. You can't, it just won't work. They'll be constantly battling between each other. That's the kind of idea that I'm trying to get at here. Like you can't have, like everybody can't be well-rounded and awesome. You know, if everybody would, I mean, you know what? That's not even true. It'd be great if everybody was well-rounded and awesome, because the truth is, if everybody is well-rounded and awesome, then they'll enjoy each other's company. So it's actually not like having two alpha males. That's not true. We don't need losers. We just have losers. We just have them. I've changed my mind about this as I've sat here and thought about it. We don't need losers. We just have them. And natural selection would have gotten rid of the losers. You know? Gotten rid of the defects. Social ostracization would eliminate the losers. If we were living in a more primitive time, but we're not. So we've just got a bunch of useless pieces of flesh walking around who don't contribute anything to society, who have nothing to say or nothing to give, like nothing to provide, who, you know, give the minimum amount of tax dollars to the government, which is used for social services that they probably eat up themselves anyways, in, in proportion to what they gave. They're literally like losers are literally just like masses of flesh that have to be kept alive. Like almost like prisoners who are kept alive in solitary confinement or something, but who are never getting out of jail. Like you're just spending money to keep them breathing, literally. I mean, if you are the kind of person whose life revolves around a job similar to that of, of, of being a paper salesman for Dunder Mifflin in the office, being a paper salesman or something like that, you've got to feel like you're literally 
just working because there are jobs need to exist for society to function and this is just a job that exists so that society can function it's not particularly important it could be cut at any minute and it wouldn't matter if you have a job like that you have to you have to feel like a waste of flesh you have to feel like wow my job is so uninteresting and so unimportant that I am surprised people pay me to do my work. Like that's the amount of loser I'm talking about here. I'm talking about loser to the point where life is just about eating, going to the washroom, maybe making sure your muscles don't atrophy if you care about physical activity. But even then, a lot of people just let themselves slide into a, a flabby soup of nothingness. And that's it. Like your life is just subsisting on whatever whatever you get through through work and 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 not having anything to say about anything because your life is your work and your work is uninteresting that's what it means to be an abject loser like and i'm not saying it in a way where it's like if somebody like that was listening to this, I'd want them to feel bad because the truth is if you're a loser, you already feel bad. Like me saying this is not making you feel bad. You feel bad. You already know you're a loser. If you don't know you're living in some sort of illusion. The reason that I'm saying this is not to make anyone feel bad. The reason I'm saying this is because I realize that just objectively, like as a fact, losers exist. And that must be an unbearable existence. Like, I think that, I think that, like people, like I think I can see someone committing suicide, seriously. I can see someone committing suicide if their life was like that because that's like why why are you why are you doing anything just to continue what you know what i mean i mean if you're a proper loser you don't have friends if you're a, like a proper loser you don't have friends or you don't have friends that you're you're comfortable around because once again you have nothing to say to them right if life is supposed to be about uh experience and sharing things with people and you have nothing to share then you've already you've already lost what life is about like life is about relationships and sharing you can't even experience any of that okay well now what is life about eating sleeping not dying that's what life is about and at that point you may as well kill yourself like you see what I'm saying?
Like, if you're an abject loser, I can see why you would kill yourself. Because what is the point? I mean, this is also assuming that you've become tired of everything else in your life. Like, you don't care about any of the hobbies that you could have. You don't see any value in that either. Which is a part of why you're a loser, right? You can't stick to anything. You can't, um, you can't put enough time into things that are interesting to talk about them with other people, right? Because you're a loser, so you wouldn't do that because you're lazy or you're indolent or whatever you want to call it. So you, so, so you literally spend your time, I don't know, say watching Netflix, but you become tired of Netflix. Like you've watched everything there is to watch on Netflix. You have nothing else to watch. There's nothing left for you to do. You're sick of Netflix. You don't even want to pay for the subscription anymore, right? You don't have any hobbies. You don't have any hobbies that you want to work at at the very least. And even those hobbies that you do work at, you've realized have become so sort of futile. You don't care about them the way that you used to. That person kills themselves. Like, I, I'm so serious. Like, there is no point. Either that, either that person kills themselves or they, or they turn to extremely risky behavior. Like, they, they, they start to drink profusely or smoke cigarettes, do drugs. Do anything to make themselves feel better than 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 the way that they feel and in the midst of a pandemic it's no wonder people are killing themselves it's no wonder i'm not surprised i'm not surprised that people are killing themselves because we have a number of people in this world who must feel and are like feel like and are losers who have nothing to contribute to society like really like they just they're alive we need to give them jobs so we come up with jobs for them but they're losers like they have nothing they're never going to do anything interesting with their time or their life Never. And, uh, I'm talking about, like, you're so much of a loser, like, that it's, it's not even just that. And, like, you have to remember, like, you can't just say to the person, like, okay, well, you know, be more exciting. Do more exciting things. Go out there and experience life. Because they don't have anything to talk about, right? So when they go out and try to talk to people, you gotta understand that there's nothing to work with. So they just end up wasting their time attempting to do this thing because they're a loser. So they, like, nobody wants to talk to them. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand where this is going? Like, 
there's no escaping. Like if you're an object loser, my point is you like there is no escaping it. You cannot get away from the fact that either nobody likes you or the people who say they like you, you don't have anything to talk to them about or the things that you could do you aren't interested in and the things that you do do aren't interesting. Like all of that, there's no escaping that if you're an abject loser. And I, and I just think that that's, I'm not even like, I, I don't even, it, to me, it's like some people are born without the use of their, their eyes or their legs. Some people are born and they die immediately. Some people are born and they just wish that they were dead. Like the world is very cruel. And if you're an abject loser, like you're just an abject loser. Like there's nobody to fix that. There's nothing to do about it. You just kind of have to accept the fact that you are an abject loser. You know? And that's tough, man. That's tough because you got to realize that that means a couple of things. That means that you'll never really have fulfilling relationships, platonic or romantic. Like you got to understand this also means that you are not going to be able to fulfill your desires. Like you're going to be you're going to die alone. So it, it's not even like you got to understand this is like it permeates everything. Like when you see people doing things like going out and having fun with friends, you don't do that. When you see people having relationships, you don't do that. When you hear people talking about the time that they did this or that, you don't do that and cannot relate. Like you're an object loser. Nobody likes you or cares about you not even like doesn't even like like don't they don't even care about you you are nothing like imagine if when you died the only people who would really be upset are your direct family members and even then you couldn't even like converse with them like even then it was still hard to interact with them that is how much of a loser you are. People like that have to exist. Like they, they must exist. Like there must be people out there who are just incapable of, of being a well-rounded individual. And those people in the midst of a pandemic, I think would kill themselves.
because you can't escape that. You can't escape that, man. That's like... You cannot escape that. You cannot escape that. Being an abject loser, man. And after a point, like, and that's, that's what I was wondering about people who actually decide to commit suicide. Like, after a point, I don't think that they're sad anymore. I don't even think that they're, they're, like, nervous about it. I think that they, or maybe they're nervous about it, but, like, I think that they must get to a point where they have just accepted that reality is... subpar like it's just like they're not even upset or crying about it anymore they're just like well damn like this is it so they kill themselves man Like, you're not even angry at life. You just... You're just like, whoa. That's life. For the first time, I figured out... Figured out what life is. Speaking of uh, the pandemic, I uh, was thinking about lockdowns this week. And I am I am someone who wholeheartedly supported the lockdown. I was like, you know what, man? We're in a tough situation. There's this virus. It's killing old people, you know. We need to protect those members of our society and close the economy down, you know. I was uh, a champion of this belief. But as time has gone on, I've started to think about the implications of this thing that the government is doing, locking everything down. 
what happens when we have another pandemic a year from now, two years from now? Are we all going to stay inside again for another two years? You got to understand that the vaccine is literally rolling in early and we still aren't going to see any of it as a population until fall. We're going to be locked down for another 28 days. And even after that, people can't necessarily do those things that they want to do without having to go through all these damn protocols. I once had somebody say something like it's 3% of the population that is vulnerable to COVID-19. Should we not open up if it's only 3% of the population? And my response to that was, well, human life, I mean, how much is human life worth to you? Because if we can save human lives, then wouldn't the good thing to do be to lock down? And I think their rebuttal was something like, well, the damage that's being done to people's livelihoods is more serious than these this 3% of the population. Now, I don't even know if it's 3% of the population that would be affected by coronavirus if we just let it run rampant. I feel like it'd be more than 3% of the population. But he had said, if it was 3% of the population, would you not let everything open up? And at first my answer was no, you know, because it's like, man, look, I have grandparents, you know, what if I, what if I was one of them? What if I was a part of that 3% of the population? What? So, you know, screw us, you know, we screw all the old people. We just open up and they all die because people have businesses. That's what, that's what it is. You lose your business, you lose your business or I, or I die and we pick, I die, you know? But now I don't know. Now I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like this will never end. You know what I mean? Like this, this lockdown thing will never end in the sense that the next time there's a pandemic, they're going to do this again. How many times can you do this to an economy, right? I still think that the value of, of, of life supersedes somebody's business. So for that reason, I mean, I, I still would say that I agree with the lockdown, but 
I will say it's definitely a gray area. It is definitely a gray area, man. This pandemic This pandemic, man. It it is uh one of the things that helped me to start this YouTube channel in a way. Cuz during the pandemic this was my this was my pandemic project, I guess. But now it's dragged on, man. I've had enough. I've had enough of this thing. There's really only one thing I want to do, too. I just want to go train. That's it. I just want to go train. I can't do that because the pandemic, man. You know, I was talking to my friend the other day, and she was saying that she thinks that there are some, some convicts, there are some people who have been convicted of certain crimes, let's say it's, you know, pedophilia, pedophilia or murder, people like that we should be allowed to experiment on like in labs like the way they do on monkeys and I sort of talked her out of it I was like you know that's like the same thing as, as setting a, a pedophile on fire I mean you wouldn't agree with that just I mean you're torturing them in the same way that you wouldn't want them to torture somebody else and she said she said okay yeah I get that but why do we do it to monkeys why do we do that to animals why do we experiment on animals I didn't know what to say I didn't know what to say I'm gonna be honest with you I didn't have to answer for that question and you know why I didn't have to answer that question? Because there are some uncomfortable truths that we just choose not to address. And it's wrong, flat, period. It's wrong. There's no justifying it. This is why I couldn't answer the question. Because I could not justify 
experimenting on monkeys and doing things to them that are painful and uncomfortable. But we let this go on. And we let it go on so that we can have nice things. And the only thing that you can say in defense of it is that there's no other way to have nice things. <laughs> That's it. There's no other way for us to get those nice things without being able to test them. That's it. But I'm, as far as I'm concerned, that's just objectively like that's just okay. Well, you've just said that. You know, well, no, you know what? Uh, we're being immoral and we know it and we don't care. That's what we're doing. That's what we do. It's so many, so many industries, including food. We're being immoral and we don't care. It sort of makes you realize that this construct of morality that exists because it is a construct as far as I'm concerned if people are doing things like that to animals really only applies to certain places in society animal cruelty is a real thing you can be put in jail for being cruel to an animal but we still experiment on animals it doesn't make any sense The, the world is not as noble as you think it is. You know? It's filled with a lot of garbage. And you contribute to it every day. Just wearing mascara. Or buying a shirt. Every day, man. And it doesn't even depress me. Like, I just, I just. I just feel like uh, everything I've known is a lie. Like, I've just grown up living a lie. Like, people have been telling me lies. Like, about ideals and what's right and what's wrong. It's like everything is a gray area, man. You know, everything's a gray area, like right and wrong. There are a lot of places where you can say that something is right and something is wrong. And that you should do the right thing. But there are a lot of places where 
there's no right and wrong, man. There's just a bunch of stuff happening. It just it just sucks for somebody. You know, it's just something going down, and and it sucks for one person or the other, or one entity or the other. And everybody's got their reasons for doing what they did, and that suffering never leaves that 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 one individual. That one individual deals with that suffering, and everybody else benefits from it. I mean, it makes you sit down and think, like, it's not that there's no right or wrong, but um, there's definitely less right or wrong than gray. And, and at that point, you just toss your hands up. You know what I mean? You just toss your hands up. You're like, whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they experiment on monkeys. Okay, fine. Yeah, they do that. Oh, yeah, they... they they brutalize cows and farms. Okay, fine. Whatever. I don't care. You know? Oh, somewhere in the world there's, you know, g g female genital mutilation. All right, fine. Okay. We aren't going to do anything about it? All right. Fine. Like, I feel like people have this idea that we were, you know, brought into this world to enjoy life. And I think that's because we live in a first world country. But the truth is, you weren't. Like, nature didn't bring you into existence so you could be happy. Like, as far as I know, almost all of nature is in a constant state of anxiety, distress, and, and, and and desperation there are places in the world where children sleep in cardboard boxes like they weren't brought into the world to enjoy life they were brought into the world by accident and now they just suffer you're just lucky that's it like you're just lucky man you just happen to be born in a nice place that allows you to watch a YouTube video. That's it. You weren't brought into the world to enjoy it. The world just brought you here. And you happen to be enjoying some of it. But when you realize all that, man, like, you just don't care about anything. Like, you just don't care about life. Like, you just don't care. You're like, I'll do anything I want to do. <laughs> I'll do anything I want to do. And just forget everything else. Because there's really... There's really no point to any of it, man. Sometimes it's just, it's just mindless suffering. Like I've seen a gazelle almost be eaten by an 
a crocodile get bit and have its stomach torn open get away only to have all of its organs fall out of its body cavity while it's still alive you're not separate from that you got to understand that you're insulated because humans are just smart but you're not separate from that world where that will happen like that will just happen this isn't a game like we aren't having fun this isn't it's people trying to survive the best that they can that's what the whole thing is that's uh that's what the whole thing is man the whole thing is just surviving and entertainment is just a distraction from existential dread like that's that's what entertainment is so that's why you kind of just have to do whatever you want to do and enjoy it while you can as long as you're not hurting anybody else and even then that is an ideal that was taught to you that's not objectively anywhere like there are people out there who don't feel that there are people out there who enjoy hurting you like that's not even set in stone and and I, people like to think that stuff like that is set in stone but it's not for someone like me it is like i live my life by that don't hurt other people but I understand that there are bad people out there who don't care. There are sharks in the water everywhere. And you're just lucky that we have a system that prevents them from hurting you. Or at least makes it harder for them to hurt you. Because some people, some people just go home with the wrong guy and end up dead. Like, Some people just go home with the wrong guy and end up dead, man. This is not a game. Most people have been made docile and have been domesticated by the environment, the artificial environment that we have managed to create. And I don't think they really understand, like, that they are actually just meat. They're just meat. One minute, you're a living, breathing thing, and the next minute, you're nothing, bro. You're nothing. And I'm not even mad about it. I'm just like, damn, bro. <laughs> I'm not even mad.
I just try I just try to I just try to do the best I can to to get through every day, man. At this point. Cuz it's just uh I don't know, man. There's a reason that, that alcohol and, and all that is an essential service. There's a reason that the beer store is still open in the midst of a pandemic. You understand what I'm saying? I never used to understand why they would say things like, enjoy your youth, you know, enjoy your childhood and everything like that. You know what I mean? You don't want to be an adult. But I'm starting to get it. Nobody cares about you, man. Get your act together and survive. That's it. Like, just just find a way to support yourself and whatever family you have by accident or purpose or otherwise. Nobody cares. And just survive. Just survive and try to try to be a good person because we taught you to be a good person. And that's it. Like, if you're exceedingly smart, then perhaps you may live an interesting life that people care about. And you can write a book about your interesting life. And average human beings will live vicariously through you by reading your book. But if you're like the rest of us, the most of us, you'll live an uninteresting, mediocre life. And your life will only make, be made valuable by the relationships and the people that you have inside of it. Outside of them, your life means nothing. Outside of them, your life means nothing. <sighs> And all you can say is, damn, bro. I guess it's like that. I guess it's like that. And you know what the crazy thing is? I'm not even the first person to think of this. That's the next thing. I'm not even the first person to have this train of thought is not even original. Like, do you understand how how insignificant that feels? Like, how meh that feels? Like, to realize that even all of this heavy nonsense that I'm that I'm dumping out into a camera right now is nothing. Like, it means nothing. It it it's 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 just factual this isn't going to change any of it you know and it won't help me to live my life or maybe it will maybe i'll live maybe i'll live my life differently because 
I have this this thought process. I don't know. <sighs> you know what I wish? I wish. I wish that I was the kind of person that could brighten up the lives of every person that I met. That's what I wish. I wish that I could walk into a room and make everyone feel great. And feel great in return. You know? I wish I could do favors for people on a regular basis and feel good about that. I wish that I was loved and did love in return by, by everyone that I met, strangers even. I feel like if, if that was the case, then, then life would be, I don't know. I wouldn't have to spend time thinking about this. I could just be doing all that. And you know what? I um, For those of you who don't know what this podcast is, this podcast is supposed to be uh, a collection of, of fleshed out thoughts. And um, I, I I'm kind of I'm glad, but at the same time I'm I'm not so glad that I recorded this because there's a level of vulnerability to this that that exists. I mean, I have I mean, future employers could watch this and and decide based on this whether or not they want to hire me. You know, but uh, this is a this is a public journal. A public journal, and This is one of those things that makes me feel a little less nothingness. Like at least I got this that I did, that I do. And it, and it sort of helps me 
with all this craziness that I think about or don't think about. I mean, honestly, most of the thinking that I do, I do when I'm talking like the best, the best thinking that I do is the thinking that I do when I talk for some reason. It's harder to think when I'm not moving my mouth. And so this is my opportunity to do that. We didn't talk about all that much today. We didn't even talk about the things I wanted to talk about. But we talked about something, and that's what's important. That we got something out there. Something out there. Anyways, man. If you made it to this point of this podcast, I'm sorry if you feel dampened. I'm sorry if you feel down. But you entered my mind. And sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes the cost of something like this is that you don't have control over how you feel at the end of it. Sometimes it ends up being very somber. And to be honest with you, in the middle of a pandemic, I'm not surprised that this is the tone that this podcast took. In any case, if you are listening and you have something you want me to talk about on my podcast, shoot me a message on my social media, The Combat Addict, those spaces, Instagram and Twitter, or post a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Combat Addict, out.